To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. Hi, everybody. These are our five alive students from St. Catherine's Preschool in Kennesaw, Georgia. They are our oldest students, and they are going to lead this morning with the Hail Mary. Joseph, Margaret, Ava, Olivia, Jens, Zoe, Cece, Nikki, John, Jordan, Beatrice. What do we love about St. Catherine's Preschool? Jesus! All right, prayer hands up to heaven, next to your hearts, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Indeed. Amen. <laughs> well, as you know, uh, I'm not Father Ricardo. Uh, we do not have Christ as the Answer on right now. This is our pledge drive, the best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160 The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the programming and production manager here at The Quest. And uh, I will introduce, uh, if, you, if you were listening yesterday afternoon between like 4 and 5 o'clock, uh, you heard Father Neil and you heard Carissa on. If you turned off the radio and just turned it back on now, you might think Carissa stayed here all night. I did. That's what I did. I was in all-night adoration. I, I feel wonderful. Right. And, and maybe it feels like you've stayed here all night. I don't know. But but no. anyway, Carissa's back, and uh, we're so glad to have her. Thanks, Dave. And uh, you brought some friends with you. I we, did. We've got Andy uh, Lichtenwalner. Lichtenwalner. Yeah. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. And then Ron Vahey. Thank you. Hey, welcome. We're going to be talking about uh, well some cool stuff. I just want yeah. to mention a few things, a little housekeeping here first right off the bat. Um, we raised on day one, it's a three-day pledge drive, day one yesterday, we raised just over, just a hair over $40,000. That's amazing. Yeah, Wonderful. it is. Oh, it thanks, is. everybody. Now, that's wonderful. Our goal, though, for the three-day pledge drive is 175000 Okay. So we can do it. This is gonna, doable. We'll step it up on day two and three. <laughs> Let's go lick That's the right. family. That's right. <laughs> and friends. Let's go St. Catherine's. That's right. Um, and also, uh, I, I want to encourage monthly donors. If, if, if you're not a monthly donor, really, it's something to pray about and think about and uh, be a part of your tithing. Um, and also, if you are already a monthly donor, could you maybe... I hate to consider, even ask this, but yeah. consider raising yeah. that a little bit because if you think about it, I saw something uh, yesterday. I don't, you know, it was online, so it had to be true. Definitely, uh, <laughs> sure. But but that that with the inflation, uh, what we're spending right now is like four hundred dollars a month more. Oh yeah, than what it was a year ago. As somebody who buys groceries, um, I can attest to that. Yeah, That's absolutely. Sure. <laughs> and and that doesn't just go for households; that goes for the Quest too. Yeah. Our, our our monthly and and our our expenses have increased, so it, it. So here's what you do: you go to one of those apps that looks at all those subscriptions that you have, mm -hmm. and that you don't even know you signed up for, like me, because I'm really really bad at that, and you just cancel one. 
just any of them, you know, because they're not probably not doing you that much good, and just redirect that money as a monthly pledge to the quest. Or even easy that, peasy. That gym membership that you signed up for in January. That... Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, we you... want to believe, Dave, that we're going to continue to uh, to 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 reach those New Year's resolutions. I'd say I believe many. It's going to happen. People for many people, January fifth was the last day you were there. <laughs> so you That's might want streets cons- are for you can run on them. I know I do like that. You're right. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I'm not at the gym because I'm on the streets running. That's right. That's, yeah. right. That's right. Enjoying the fresh air. So <laughs> anyway, and and so you know, it, it, just consider that. Just consider maybe raising it if you already are. We do appreciate you. Uh, just do whatever you can, and uh, we're looking for first time donors uh, to, as well. If if you've maybe listen to the uh, quest and have not donated, but you get something out of it, uh, consider, consider uh, taking care of, um, yeah, taking care absolutely. Of it. So I, I love the music analogy from yesterday, thinking of the guitarist on the yes. side of the street or the yeah. musician singing yep. and you know, you drop, you drop a couple bucks yeah. in the, well, the and if you, case, if you appreciated it. And so yeah. if you've listened to the quest and maybe Al Cresta said something yeah. or whoever it was, you know, uh, Dr. Greg and uh, maybe one of them said something that kind of resonated, consider dropping a couple bucks in the guitar case here yeah, at the you, Quest. We right? need yeah. this to continue. We were just talking before we went on air about uh, the first time Andy was on um, in 2019 and he spoke about um, just his father had just recently passed and, and that was life-changing for me. Um, and that was during a pledge drive. Right. So anyway. And I almost didn't do it. Uh, but Amazing. I know... I know my dad would wanted me to do it. Yeah. My family came through and supporting, wow. but to be able to share the story yeah. of how we came together, how we were able to accompany my dad during those uh, final months, mm-hmm. and just a beautiful, uh, you know, our parents just showed us such great love. Uh, they were married over 60 years. Wow. And, wow. You know, we're going to be talking about the Eucharist today mm-hmm. and the Eucharistic revival, and you know, it starts in the home mm-hmm. um, and, and in our parishes and, and mm-hmm. the people that are closest to us and living out that love, living out that gratitude, living out the Eucharist day in and day out. So I've had a great example of that in my family. I look forward to sharing a bit more about what the revival's about during this hour, too. Well, and, and so I see on my notes here now, Andy, you are the Archdiocesan Director of Eucharistic uh, or yeah, no. let me. No, no. Yeah. There's, 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 a lot of, there's a lot of language there. So I'm the director of the Office of Evangelization and Discipleship. Thank so I've, you. I've been blessed to, to be back in the Archdiocese a little over four years now, which has been, uh, I grew up here in the Archdiocese. I, I want to roll off real quick. Mm-hmm. So parishes that mm-hmm. were important for me are schools, St. John Newman, St. Stephen the Martyr, parishes growing up, Our Lady of the Assumption, St. Pius X uh, for Catholic schools, education yeah. here. And we're blessed to be at St. Catherine of Amen. Siena yeah, right now um, at the parish. And then our kids are at the school mm-hmm. there. It was, a, it was so beautiful to hear those little preschoolers yep. this morning. Yeah. Those are our preschoolers. Our preschoolers our, at St. Well, Catherine's. my youngest and your next youngest were just there a year and a half ago or so. Right, yeah. right. But you know, as part of my job, I'm, I'm also a point person for this National Eucharistic Revival. So we'll talk a little bit more about mm-hmm. that. But uh, maybe, Carissa, yeah. if you want to reintroduce yeah. yourself and then Ron. Yeah, definitely. Sure. So my name is Carissa Sines. I'm the um, Director of Marketing and Stewardship at St. Catharines. And um, yesterday we were talking about a new endeavor that we have going on, a new high school that we're starting up there. And my family is at um, is also has been at St. Catharines for about, I guess, well, almost 14 years, 15 years now. And I have four kids, and my husband John teaches there, and our kids are at St. Catharines and Blessed Trinity. 
I don't know what else to say. I'm music director too, so I'm <laughs> delighted to be here at the Quest again. Love being here. And Ron, oh, our you. new friend. Thank you. Uh, Ron Vehi, I go to uh, St. Peter Chanel. Our family belongs there. Mm. I've been there since we were over at uh, Queen of Angels before we Great. had a hall and before we had the church awesome. and it's seen it grow and what have you. Um, Stunning in, campus. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. Sure yeah. Yeah. You have the whole from all the way up to high school and yeah. the sports and, and everything that the really cool. parish does. And um, <clears throat> have been there, as I said, and did a little volunteer in the, in the work as a lector and Eucharistic minister and, and uh, as well as a, a guardian. Uh, oh, thank you try to that. stay involved in that and the men's group trying to get others to oh, uh, yeah. That's really the fellowship and, and volunteer for different things yeah. as, uh, within the parish and the community. So um, awesome. have a couple kids. Uh, they're graduated from college and working. And my wife and I, we've been married uh, 30, coming on 33 years uh, Wow. Chris congratulations. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we're doing that. Sheila's uh, put up with me that long. And, <laughs> you <laughs> might make so, it. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to see the next 30. <laughs> maybe she's listening or maybe she's sleeping and she worked yesterday. It's that so. 34th year. That's it's, the tough is one. Is it? Okay. <laughs> the 34-year itch. Could go, that extra, uh, go that extra hour or so uh, every month there for uh, an adoration to make it happen. So, uh, uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for coming by. Thanks for helping out. Uh, if you're just tuning in, this is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. And uh, we're, we're looking for uh, donations or even more importantly, pledges. You pledge, pray on it, but pledge to, to give something every month over the next year. And you can do that by calling 470-508-1160. Go to thequestatlanta.com or you can... Uh, I'm sure everybody has the app on their phone. I mean, Definitely. come on. Yeah. Yes. We confirmed this Just a couple buttons and you're there. Yeah. yeah. And, and on that app, there's a little thing that says donate. You just tap that and you can take care of it right there. That's awesome. So once again, that phone number is 470-508-1160. And so, uh, so yeah. I'm wondering now, would, would we start this conversation at the Eucharistic Congress that happened back in June? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Because the Eucharistic Congress in June... Um, for those that aren't aware, but I think many people in the Archdiocese are, you know, we've had this great tradition of having Eucharistic Congresses every year mm -hmm. for the last 25 years, essentially. We had a we had a pause with COVID and the, the year following that, but this was started by Archbishop Donahue, who called for a Eucharistic renewal in this mm -hmm. Archdiocese. And, and to me, it's, it's really, uh, it's personally uh, impactful, you know, that mm -hmm. renewal was, mm -hmm. because I was, I was in high school at the time, and I had a I had an encounter with the Lord in the Eucharist where the Eucharist just came alive, where I, mm -hmm. I realized, wow, Jesus actually desires my friendship. He he wants me to be in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. He wants me to kind of share about him. And I found out during that same year, this was my senior year of high school at Pius, St. Pius X, that uh, the Archdiocese had called for this Eucharistic renewal. So I, I've connected the dots since then, being more appreciative of, man, there were people praying for renewal mm -hmm. during that time. And it, and it flowered in many ways across the archdiocese, seeing Eucharistic adoration grow more throughout mm -hmm. our parishes, seeing the Eucharistic Congress come up. Um, but yeah, I can share a little bit more about this year, why it's special too, but. Well, and that that's exactly where I was going with it is because uh, at the Eucharistic Congress this year, uh, there was an announcement. Right, right. right. Yeah. So this Eucharistic Congress for us in the archdiocese kicked off the Eucharistic Revival. It's a three-year effort that actually the bishops of the United mm -hmm. States have called mm -hmm. for. And this was even before COVID hit us. Uh, the bishops at the national level were discerning, praying about, you know, what what does our church here in the United States need? Um, you know, there, folks are familiar maybe with some studies that have been done recently that have shown 
you know, really lack of Eucharistic faith, uh, a lack of understanding as well of who the Eucharist is. Well, it didn't, I, I, it seems like I saw a study survey or something of Catholics, practicing Catholics, that there's a large percentage of them that don't yeah. believe, believe that that actually is the body and blood of Christ. Right. The, mm -hmm. So, the, yeah, the bad news is that a lot of folks that identify as Catholic uh, you know, will you know don't understand the fullness mm -hmm. that yeah the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. The good news though is that when you dig into the stats and when you look at those that are really practicing their faith, you know, mm -hmm. going to Sunday Mass regularly, uh, praying, uh, that it looks a lot better. But it's still a it's still a concern. The concern mm -hmm. is that there are a lot of our brothers and sisters who are Catholic right. that aren't going to mass, There's that aren't attending, and then mm -hmm. you you see that in terms of their understanding of the faith and mm -hmm. how they're living it out. So mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. this this revival partly is is responding to that. Providentially, though, it comes after COVID, after a period where, in this country, and we've never really experienced anything like this in in, right. in our lifetime, right. right? You know, where we couldn't attend. Sunday Mass, yes. mm -hmm. right. you know, like we could do it virtually, sure. but the actually being there where actually a lot of people in other countries experience that because they don't have the priests priest to celebrate. Sure. Mm -hmm. But in our country, we were kind of spoiled. I mean, it, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. it was a, and it was a crisis, right? right? In, in many ways. Um, and we're still growing out of that. But this revival is a great opportunity to encourage us. Hey, come, come, come back, back to Mass. Make the Lord the center. So what, can you help us understand what the timeline is and what the what uh, both nationally and locally what is the eucharist what is the revival yeah great question carissa so there's there's three years uh that the bishops have called for we're in this first year of the revival that started with our eucharistic congress locally mm -hmm. but for the whole church in the united states the corpus christi the feast mm -hmm. of corpus christi and we're in a diocesan year right now and i think a big part of this year for us in atlanta is building awareness that there is a revival. Mm -hmm. you know, we're still just getting the word out. But as we get the word out, really inviting people to pray and pray into the revival and ask the Holy Spirit to, to guide, where, where's the Lord calling us as an archdiocese, as a parish, as a family, as an individual? Where, where is he calling you right now to grow in the revival? This first year then leads into the second year, which is being called the year of parish revival. Um, which the hope there from the bishops is that this thing doesn't just kind of land at top leadership, that it really enters into our communities and affects the smallest units, small groups, families, mm -hmm. individuals. Involved. And then it all leads to a year of sending, of mission, which starts with this National Congress in Indianapolis. Um, so we, we're going to have the first National Eucharistic Congress in about 50 years. You know, the last yeah. one I think was 1976 or so. John Paul II was there yeah. even before he was pope. We're having that again in the nation. So that's going to be in 2024. That's in 2024, mm -hmm. July 17th through the 21st in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And that kicks off this year of, of mission, of sending, where, where the church as a whole, we're being called to be Eucharistic missionaries, to go out, to, to mm -hmm. spread the love of Christ, mm -hmm. and to, to spread evangelize. our Eucharistic faith, and to evangelize, yeah. to proclaim the gospel. Um, so it, it, it's it's meant to be something where, okay, at the end of 2025, it's not like, okay, the revival ended yeah. and we're done. This is the beginning. The beginning it's the yeah. beginning of a new movement, a new chapter in the church's history here in the United States that we hope will bear a lot of fruit. Yeah. So we are uh, in the middle of our pledge drive right here, uh, the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, speaking this morning with uh, Carissa Sines, uh, Ron Vahey, and Andy Lichtenwalner. And Andy is the 
Director of Evangelization and Discipleship <laughs> and the point person for the National Eucharistic Revival here in Atlanta. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I, I need it's one more cup of coffee and I'll be Sorry. able to do it. Okay? <laughs> but anyway, so like I said, this is a pledge drive and we're looking for your pledges for those monthly donations. Uh, ideally, if, if you can only give one time, that's fine. A one-time donation is, is certainly welcome. Uh, but if you could pledge to do a monthly donation, that would be fantastic as well. Uh, the number to call if you want to do that, 470-508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com. There's a little dollar sign there you click on. Or if you have the app on your phone, you can tap the donate button on the app. Thank you, Dave. So uh, I, I was wondering, Ron, have you heard in your parish about the Eucharistic Revival, first of all? And if so, what have you heard? What are you thinking? I mean, just like I know because I know Andy. Right. I know a little bit more about it just because of exposure. But what is it like in your parish? Hey, well, it's okay I, if you haven't. Well, let's see. That's it is okay. It's a good thing, right? Because that's what we're doing. Can I jump in here real sure, quick sure and just did. say... If you're listening to the quest, you would know a little bit more about it too. Amen. Okay. That's true. That's Amen. true. <laughs> that cuts both ways. Because if I say I have no idea, when I see Monsignor here in a couple of days, I may have to go to confession. So, uh, um, but uh, I think I have I have heard some talk about not the detail that uh, you've expressed already, Andy, but uh, the idea of what we need to do coming from the last couple of years is amazing because uh, it all starts with you know, inside the parish, if mm -hmm. you will, that the global is, but uh, it'll help us look individually in our families that uh, who's doing what, what can I do a little bit different? And it's just, it's just amazing what the little things you spend that's that time. Such a good point. That, I mean, that's such a good point. I, somebody was asking me about um, the way, somebody was asking me about uh, St. Catherine's has trended a little traditional, a lot traditional lately. And so we are seeing this revival of, um, veil wearing especially mm -hmm. with our younger women we're, I'm seeing we're seeing more of that too yeah really mm -hmm. we're seeing a revival that. also i mean we've put in kneelers to receive the to receive communion and i was speaking to somebody um on saturday at a soccer game um and she said i feel like we've gone back to the 50s and <laughs> and and she wasn't complaining about it but um it's it is neat that we're seeing these this it seems like inspirations of the Holy Spirit, like this desire to point towards what we're actually doing, which is mm -hmm. receiving the true presence. Mm -hmm. um, even for those of us who are not like super educated and as well, part right. of that is that, you know, all knees shall bend at the name of our Lord. So Amen. if we're actually going to be at the foot of the uh, heavenly yeah. presence there and receive him being our knees to receive communion is, 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 tradition but it's it's i think it's very reverent it's a it's mm -hmm. there's also just for me there's just a humility and an and a and a an offering of love to our lord in that moment like just feed me lord and mm -hmm. um anyway so what are the what are things that are happening in your parish that you would say are are going to enhance this and what would you like to see happening well some of the things that um, st peter snow is a really active parish i mean we've got like 90 I hope I say there are 90 some different ministries. That's amazing. Uh, and, I'm and glad I'm not forms. the director of ministry there. <laughs> me, me too. I, I'm just a little volunteer and whenever Monsignor needs this, that, Amen. cooking or something, uh, we do that. But uh, some of the things that I'm only involved in a couple of them and some of the things I'm aware of, like the Haiti food drive we do that every year where that's a big ones uh, that we're part of. And we do volunteer with the men's group does some things every like one weekend. Somebody needs something in the house and they growl few of us and somebody will go show up and go take care of somebody's place and you know we've got the, the outreach for different things i know we do down at the cathedral where we uh 
go down there and feed the the group once a month during the six months that's being done as, as some things that uh, I can attest to a little tiny bit, but there's a lot more uh, involvement there for a lot more other people. And sure. uh, it's just something that you see there's, they're trying to do something for everybody at every age. Yeah. They do yeah. the missions for the kids sure. and, and things like that. It just seems like there's an announcement every Sunday that, Hey, this group is going to do this or mm-hmm. this, the young group, this, and there's a middle group there. And there's a, this kind of thing. And you're, you're invited all the time, which, right. um, it's yeah, going to strike somebody somewhere. And the more that we're growing in love for our Lord in the Eucharist, the more we're going to be naturally inclined to give in those areas. And Right, Andy? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, this, it's a beautiful witness of how the Eucharistic faith right. is, oh. is alive, yeah. right? I think Peter Chanel and so many of our parishes, I mean, all of our parishes have a Eucharistic culture that they're living. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is part of the revival is, um, it's not to kind of start a culture, it's to revive right. it, to renew it, to, to build it, mm-hmm. build it up again. St. Peter Chanel is one of our parishes that have designated uh, pastor-nominated mm-hmm. Eucharistic revival yeah. missionaries. Yeah. Something actually we're doing unique here in the Archdiocese and some other oh, dioceses really? have caught yeah. wind of it, to, to nominate a couple people that can kind of be connected to diocesan leadership, have mm-hmm. a year of formation, accompaniment, Eucharistic formation, formation around the gospel, the kerygma, the proclamation of the gospel. And then they can serve as catalysts, as as inspirers mm-hmm. in their parish. Everybody's coming with different gifts, but mm-hmm. they work with their pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, just to pray, mm-hmm. pray for the revival, and then to prepare for this parish year. You know, what are we called to do in, in our parishes? So we still have parishes out there that haven't nominated missionaries yet for the revival, but they're all welcome to do that. And we're going to be contacting them over the next several months. But just invite everybody listening. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely pray, pray for that, pray for the revival and donate Talk to, your to the quest yeah. as well, yes. right? Dave? <laughs> Absolutely. This is the uh, best of the quest pledge drive on AM 1160, the quest. And uh, you can donate right now by calling 470-508-1160 go to thequestatlanta.com or uh tap the donate button on that quest app so uh we're speaking uh this hour with uh carissa signs andy lichtenwalner and ron vahey and andy is the director of evangelization and discipleship here Thank in the archdiocese <laughs> i'll be able to say that before nine o'clock i promise you <laughs> but you know what i'm wondering andy now you were talking this next year is what did you say it is the next year is so so this year's the diocesan year for the revival they're calling it and then the following year is the parish year the parish year so what what do i as a parishioner what what do i do so how do i act on this yeah great question i'm going to plug something right now that's starting tomorrow there's a virtual eucharistic revival conference that it's a national conference but our archdiocese has sponsored it and we were part of the planning of it. It's based off uh, a great work that just came out called Becoming Eucharistic People by Dr. Tim O'Malley Mm. at the McGrath Institute at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. We're partnering with Virtual Catholic Conference, OSV, our Sunday Visitor, and and some others are sponsoring this conference. It's free. Folks can register for it. You can go to archatl.com forward slash revival. And that, that is a, that's an opportunity for folks just to dive into good mm-hmm. formation right now. I think that's something that all of us can benefit from, mm-hmm. no matter kind of how much education we have in the faith, we can always grow. And this conference is specifically dedicated to around understanding the revival mm-hmm. and how we can live it now. Okay. Um, who are so, some of the speakers? So, we, I mean, Dr. Tim, mm-hmm. obviously, Catherine Angulo, who used to work for our Archdiocese and Youth mm-hmm. Ministry, is there Gloria Purvis? Oh, yeah. uh, 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 
let's see, Charles Camosi. There's a lot of great. A lot of great folks. You can go right to the, the website to see all the speakers listed mm -hmm. there. Uh, yours truly is going to be moderating a panel, nice. a live panel on Saturday. So there are some live opportunities and then some presentations. And then will that, these be available on demand as well? They're going to be available for the full three years of the revival. Okay, um, right. We, oh, yeah, we may be able to, yeah. That'd be great. We'll look into podcast availability too because you can, you can pull it up on your phone and listen to it on the phone or just have it you know, available on your computer. But it's free. It's free for everybody. This is really a gift to the church in the United States. It's got to be convenient because today it's not, but in 36 days and 12 hours, I'll be able to listen to it. Kind of That's thing. right. And somebody's going to say that. So. Yeah, right. definitely. Right. Well, and one of the neat things going back to the quest is that on their app, you, you can, can listen to any of the shows, including um, repeats of this pledge drive, actually. Mm -hmm. I've, I've People that I've missed in the past, I've always gone back and listened to them. Um, so... Thanks for making that convenient. And those, actually, the the pledge drives are uh, some of the most listened to. Oh, really? That so, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's cool. So yeah, it, it's it's awesome that we've got all that on demand, and uh, you can get it on the app. But it, it, all all of this takes money. Yes, <laughs> it, does. it does. Yeah. And and you would just be surprised. I mean, I, I, I and I've equated this before. Uh, somebody way back I've, I've been in radio many years and uh one of my old mentors had had mentioned that radio is kind of like the uh, electricity like when you walk into a room you it's, turn on the switch it's there, it's there. you don't mm -hmm. think anything you don't That's think right. about the guy you know working down at the transformer or you know at the gener whatever however this electricity gets to your light you don't think about that and the same thing is true with radio mm -hmm. you turn on the radio you just expect it to be there you don't you don't you take for granted that it's going to you don't think about all the people right. and what it takes to get that message to you to 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 bring Dr. Ray to you to bring yeah. Father Ricardo to you mm -hmm. what does right. it take it takes a lot did you know and and maybe you heard this yesterday do you know what it costs to to uh power a 50,000 watt transmitter AM transmitter for a year what does it cost I got a clue. I think I heard it yesterday, so I'm, I'm not going to... $36,000. Yeah. <laughs> so you paid for that yesterday. <laughs> you did. Yeah, that's right. right. One day. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's right. So we got that taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now we got to keep the lights on. We're so on. lucky now that we... I mean, you do take the radio for for granted, but we're, we take everything for, for granted. granted. Mm -hmm. We're looking... I mean, we, get, we have the app that we can just listen to them on, and that costs money. And we yes. have the website that we can just click live or or just listen to whatever's happening if you are if you happen to be and probably i would guess the majority of the people listening are listening either through the app or through mm -hmm. um the website that costs money it's expensive and and luckily we have a volunteer who graciously generously takes care of that like kind of manages it for us yeah. so so whatever money you donate we're we're making it work oh, yeah. you know we're, we're getting stewards yeah. of we're the getting money, yes sure. we're, we're being very good trying to be very good stewards Steward. of the money and so it, it goes a long ways whatever you can give does go a long ways <laughs> We're talking this this hour about the Eucharistic revival, and we're going to have to go to a break in just a second. But um, the thing about the Eucharist is that it it unites us all, and in the body of Christ, and that is a that's an amazing thing to sort of meditate on and think about, and and not to be too uh, um, informal in this, but the the reality of the new evangelization and the, and media and and evangelizing through the media is that it helps us realize how small we actually are unite uniting mm -hmm. us with our brothers and sisters all over the diocese and that is i'm so grateful for that personally i don't know everyone in this diocese andy you get to see a lot more people at the chancery than i do up in kennesaw sure. by myself but right i mean it's i'm grateful for the quest for that reason above all 
Yeah, amen. I mean, the quest really is a gift to this archdiocese. It's providing evangelization, but it is is unifying us mm-hmm. um, where we can just tune in and hear all this great content. And, yeah, and not especially only in the, such a sad, depressing world. Sometimes don't listen to the news. Listen to something that's going to be affirming sometimes. You have to. Yeah. But and we were also talking yesterday about all the local things that the parishes are doing yeah. that the quest like the promotes. Eucharistic miracles. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday because I heard about the Eucharistic miracles. I had, it was, uh, you know, I'll tell that story in the next half hour because we do have to go to a break. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do that. And we will be right back uh, with uh, Carissa Signs, Andy Lichtenwalder, and Ron Vahey here on the quest. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our Fall Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. The Quest presents The Family Room, sponsored by Versprite. Mark Greenberg talking about his conversion from Judaism to Catholicism. I'm sitting at Mass hearing these prayers, the same prayers I hear at the Jewish service. You know, holy, holy, holy. In the Jewish Sabbath service, we pray kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Same thing, holy, holy, holy. I say, what's going on here? Hear this entire conversation on The Family Room podcast at thequestatlanta.com. New episodes Wednesday mornings at 11 on AM 1160, The In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. Hey, it's Christy with Healthy Coverage for Life. We offer low monthly health insurance premiums, no co-pays, and except for hospital stays, there are no deductibles. Time to start saving. HealthyCoverageForLife.com Hey, I'm E. Walter Smith from Christ Our Hope Parish in Lithonia, Georgia. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO, East Point, Atlanta, covering all of Metro Atlanta and beyond. Listen on air or even find us online at thequestatlanta.com any time of the day. Embrace your journey. (laughs) Come on, join the quest. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. In war, after a battle, there's always a casualty list, a report of the dead and wounded. The list after each abortion is one dead and one wounded. The pain of abortion is real, and the scars are present in a woman's heart and soul for a lifetime. Most women can tell you the exact date and day of the week of their abortion. All post-abortive women can tell you how old their child would be if their baby was not aborted. Even if a woman initially believed the abortion was a good decision, it will eventually catch up with her. Studies show that the majority of post-abortive women end up regretting their abortion. Millions of men and women mourn their lost parenthood daily. Please help guide them towards healing and wholeness by visiting HealingAfterAbortion.com. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit TheQuestAtlanta.com. 
like a medium, half double decaffeinated, half calf, mocha non fat with four shakes of cinnamon. That'll be 586. Please call around. There's nothing wrong with spending five bucks on a coffee, but is it helping to bring you and others closer to Christ? The cost of four of those coffee drinks each month could be your monthly donation to the quest. We're totally listener supported. We rely on donations from people like you. Please prayerfully consider making a monthly donation to support AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. Our life as moms are so busy. We're driving to and from this activity, that sport, and we're just busy all the time. We need to take a moment for ourselves and to breathe. We need to find a resting place. Um, I know for me, I'm so busy with my children. I don't actually have much time of quiet. And when there is a moment of quiet, my brain is racing to process all the interactions and our images or experiences of my day. Um, how do you find a quiet place? How do you quiet your heart? We must remove things in our lives so that we can have our hearts as a resting place for Jesus. Take a moment and let him dwell inside of you. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Best of the Quest, stories of inspiration pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. And we are back. In case you are wondering, I am not Father John Ricardo. <laughs> not by a long shot, that's for sure. Uh, I'm Dave Savage, the programming and production manager here at The Quest. And uh, this is the Pledge Drive, as you just heard the announcer say there. And uh, we are here with uh, Carissa Sines and Andy Lichtenwalner, who is the... Director of Evangelization and Discipleship. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> like you know it or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm getting used to it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and I was just yeah. mentioning in the break that uh, this would ordinarily be the time that Father John Ricardo would be on. And yeah. so, Andy, you said... Yeah. Yeah. We have a pretty exciting announcement. Pretty awesome. So we're actually bringing Father John Ricardo here. He's going to be live in Atlanta. This will be next year, 2023, September 9th. Cool. He's going to be leading a day called That's Rescue awesome. Live. Wow. He's part of this uh, new apostolate that he helped form uh, with permission from his archbishop in Detroit called Acts 29. It's the next chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. It's the, yeah. you know, the church yes. writing. Yeah. We're writing the next chapter. Yeah. Um, but their focus is on proclaiming the gospel you know, helping dioceses think through, uh, re-energizing our priests, but then just getting the story out there. Like we all have a story, mm -hmm. right? We all have a story of how the Lord has encountered us, is encountering us, how he's calling us to ongoing conversion. But there's the story where we, we encounter the Lord, we encounter the gospel. Like mm -hmm. what is the gospel? Yeah. What is the good news? The story that makes sense of all of our stories. And all of our mm -hmm. stories are filled with, there's joys. There's also mm -hmm. sufferings. And some mm -hmm. of us, great sufferings, trauma, um, various challenges in our life. But the Lord has, he gives himself to us to make sense of our oh. stories. Um, mm -hmm. And for us to enter into his story, 
which is the defining story. So Father John's going to be here That's so live, uh, yeah. which is so cool. This is, I'll yeah. take, we're using this hour right now. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. For those of you who listen to The Quest, 8 o'clock every morning, Father John Ricardo is on this radio station uh, just delivering such great uh, uplifting content. And there's so many great providers. Mm. You know, I think of David Anders, Dr. David yeah. Anders, Al Cresta, you know, Dr. Mm. Greg and Lisa Popchak. I mean, there's so much great programming content yeah. here on the Quest. But so you know, lovely. to have some of these folks like Greg and Lisa Popchak were here at in the Atlanta, Eucharistic at the Congress, Eucharistic yeah. Congress leading mm-hmm. the family track. So the Quest, the Quest has been a great partner with us in so many ways already, but they're yeah. partnering with us with this Eucharistic mm-hmm. revival and with this uh, event with Father John Ricardo coming up. You're going to hear a lot more about it on the Quest, but this is the first time we're actually announcing it oh, publicly. Yay. So right. it's a Thank it's a big you. deal. And Father John's going to be with the priests as well. That he's going to be leading a priest retreat oh, just great. following that event next oh, year. Wow. So please pray for that. Yeah, uh, it'll be a great experience. And and to hear more about what's going on with Father John and and you know how you can be a part of all that, uh, keep listening to the Quest because we'll Definitely. have we'll have yep. information on here as well. Uh, yeah. This is the best of the Quest pledge drive. Uh, if you want to donate or pledge, is even better yet, where you you make a monthly commitment. Uh, you can call 470-508-1160. You can go to thequestatlanta.com or on the app as well. You can tap the donate button. So Carissa? yesterday we were speaking, Dave, about um, the Eucharistic miracles. And mm-hmm. I didn't tell this story yesterday. But um, so I was going through something and you know like we all do right uh this is maybe i don't know i guess six months or so ago probably a little longer because i was um still driving my son to and from this side of town to go to blessed trinity he gets to drive now so i don't have to do that drive every day (laughs) and uh it is (laughs) and my um adoration hour was in the middle of the night um i've my adoration hour was i think i think it was four to five in theory that was so that i could go to the gym at five that happened like (laughs) twice i think but anyway so um my i had had my adoration hour that morning and i was reading this book that a friend of mine gave me um uh on trust and it was from sister faustina and she mentioned so there was the the chapter was um jesus i trust that you will um Jesus, I trust that you will let me forgive, I think, or that I will not. Anyway, I can't remember exactly. I I didn't think about telling the story until just a few seconds Mm -hmm. ago. Anyway, um, she mentioned Father... um, why am I blanking on his name? The 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 priest that that, that travels with the Eucharistic miracles. She mentioned this, um, this aspiration that he wrote to forgive. And I read it in adoration. And it was absolutely one of the most powerful I'm, I'm blanking on specifics i just remember the feeling of actually being able to at least visualize how to forgive so then so I, and i immediately walked out of adoration texted my friend that had given me the book and just was like i cannot believe this happened i need to look this person up because and so i started looking the person up and it was a person that it wasn't i thought it had been written hundreds of years ago and it was a person that was traveling with eucharistic miracles right now and I couldn't believe that I that I'd read it and that that person existed. And then I'm driving back from Blessed Trinity, and I'm listening to the Quest because, to be perfectly honest, they were plugging something of ours. <laughs> and I was like, I want to hear that spot. Then they they were plugging our uh, Faith and Love Conference. And right before they plugged our Faith and Love Conference, they plugged the Eucharistic Miracles with this priest that was coming that I had just read about that morning in Adoration that had been kind of life changing for me in that moment. And I thought, oh my goodness you were so amazing to me lord Amen. that was uh that was that was during adoration and i think 
if I'm uh, if I'm reading you correctly, Andy, that that's some one of the things that we can be doing as a parish and as an individual to to participate in the Eucharistic revival is definitely being yeah a guardian. definitely yeah I mean just adoration perpetual adoration um, which you know we're really blessed here in the archdiocese there are many parishes with perpetual adoration I know there was a pause during COVID but a lot yeah. of our parishes are coming back and even parishes mm-hmm. that don't have perpetual adoration but have regular regular opportunities where folks can kind of experience hours, holy yeah. hours and. Um, and, and this is what we're about. Uh, this is part of the revival is, mm-hmm. is yeah, spending time with the Lord and asking him, what is he calling us to do? So, Ron, I mean, I know you're here, too, to share kind of what, what your experience of adoration has been. And maybe if you could talk a little bit about yeah, that. And uh, I thank you, Andy. Uh, I think I'm kind of like a typical cradle Catholic, you know, did adoration every now and then, got family life going. And at St. Peter Chanel, we've had it since uh, Monsignor McMe started it. And um, I'd pop in every now and then, you know, something going on in life, some friends or something, stop in, say hi to the Lord, say a rosary, pray for him, and, and you know, go on my daily life, so to speak. Um, it wasn't really till after I did a chirp weekend 12 years ago or something like that, that it really hit me that what is perpetual adoration and what could it mean for me? Mm-hmm. And um, an acquaintance at the time was leaving the two o'clock Monday morning hour. And uh, Dale, who got me to go to chirp, Dale Gregg, uh, I, I picked that up. And it was, my wife would disagree, but it's the fastest hour of the week. And it's an amazing way to start your week for, mm. since it's a Monday yeah. morning, two o'clock. At 2 a.m., are you able to stay awake for the whole hour? Oh, well, it depends. If Dale's there, yes. And if he's not there and, you know, the Lord says, you know, I figure you know, if I take a little nap while he's there, it's, it's, I'm going to be okay. But um, it's amazing the conversation you can have with our Lord, yeah. um, whether it's between your ears or if there's nobody there with you. Uh, I even, from a suggestion, got up. I, I walk in the chapel and, and have an out loud conversation and do the hand gestures like I'm doing now. People can't see. Um, it's a way of um, having that, and you just a little quietness, and all of a sudden your heart changes a little bit while mm-hmm. you're yeah. while you're There's doing that. There's such an intimacy yep. in that moment. It's, it, it's amazing, yeah. uh, and you come out of that hour, if you will. Uh, changed every yeah, time and you don't know it true. and you don't realize it till you look back the last week and what how you got through it yeah whether it was you weren't expecting or what you got through you want to come back and say hi and and thank you and it's just it's an amazing little one hour yeah it doesn't sound like a lot but why is it different i so. think you're right it's i this is a terrible excuse but as a mom of four and when the kids were super little i found it very challenging to commit to that it is um but i when i did commit to it what i found really quickly is that there would be moments when i just couldn't wake up i was like oh i just i can't i can't i maybe i should just sleep and i i actually felt like god was calling to me and saying i would like to spend this time with you carissa and i never felt more um able to relate to, to how much God was desiring me. And that was, again, I, I don't want to get choked up on the radio, but yeah, that was beautiful though, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Shocking. We frankly, want to spend eternity hum- humbling. We do. We'll spend eternity with our Lord. So, yeah, and he just asked for an hour a week, right? Just come to mass. And yeah. but if you could spend a little extra time with him and just uh, with him, just, just with him. I mean, it's, it's like, it's wonderful. We're, we're together in the communion at the mass, but here, even if there's somebody else there with you or during the day, there's four or five other, you're there in the presence of our Lord. Yeah. And he is consistently focused on how many people in the world, uh, uh, you at the time. Exactly. And yeah. here's exactly what's in your heart. Even mm-hmm. if you forget to say anything. it out loud or anything, it's there. Yeah. 
the sun is shining too. You know, Amen. like you, you have yeah. a change. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you come out a holy hour. I know for me, you know, there might be times when you're you're dead tired. Yeah. And you've maybe slept most of adoration, and you can take consolation as we were talking about before. Yeah. Like Saint Teresa of you shared that a yeah. lot. Yeah. Other holy hours that are like, wow, I, I I was able to have a real active conversation. I think I listened to the Lord too. Sometimes right. it's kind of like catching ourselves, like, oh, Lord, help me listen to you. Let me stop Spend speaking. Time. But yeah. no matter what. You know, no matter kind of where in, in what you're going through, you walk out of that holy hour and you know the Lord Jesus was there and mm-hmm. he was shining on you. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was he, he was there with you. Mm-hmm. Um and he and he he loves that. He loves us spending time with him it's because like, it helps us. It's like that friend. You we all have a friend, mm-hmm. right? That uh you haven't seen in years. And then when you see that friend again, it's like you picked up right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in spending time with our Lord in the in, in adoration, it's like you're getting to know that friend that you're going to spend eternity with. Right. Even Amen. though you, you may or may not have done it for years, you just start doing it, and but have it. But that's the kind of friend you're going to have for all eternity. Right. So if you can kind of get to know him now, it's going to be even better. <laughs> Amen to that. We we had a uh, I go to Prince of Peace and Flowery Branch, and one of our deacons, I think it was Deacon Bill, uh, was talking about uh, adoration, and people would ask him, "What what do I do in adoration?" And he said. Whatever. But you know, if you want to read scripture, great. If you want to say a rosary, great. If you want to sit there and do nothing, great. What you know what he said? <laughs> and then he he brought up the analogy. He said it's like his his son goes to UGA, and he said he'll come home, and he said it's just nice having him home. He said he can be sitting on the floor, yeah, doing yeah. whatever, and I'll be over here reading a book. But it's just That's... knowing he's there in the room with me is awesome and it's it's kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. that you know that that christ is right there with you and you don't have to say anything you don't have to do anything just be there that's that story of the gentleman in the church where i think the priest came up and or somebody asked him like what are you doing you know during adoration it was like well the lord's looking at me and i'm looking at him yeah amen. Mm -hmm. very simple uh and and there's different ways that we can kind of enter into that prayer but it doesn't have to be too complicated, right? It's what you, what you're, and it's different every week. It right. is truly different. That's true. Somebody else. And it doesn't matter what, the, this is my routine. And, it, you know, hey, something else happened. And hey, granted, the Lord already knows about it and you're experiencing it now. But it, it's whatever you do is perfectly wonderful yeah. mm-hmm. for him. Yes. We all have those people in our lives that we are perfectly comfortable being silent with. Mm-hmm. And I realized very early on that I, I didn't know if I was comfortable being silent i sing at mass i have music going on all the time am i comfortable being silent with our lord so for a while i just kind of put myself through that experience like just be quiet and see what happens yeah i mean that's what this revival is about too this eucharistic revival which we're talking about on the best of the quest pledge drive am 1160 the quest please donate (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, pledge donations there's a lot of ways to do that i know you can call 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com or tap donate on the Quest Atlanta app. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but but please uh, please support the Quest. The Quest is such a great resource here in Atlanta in a way that we need it opens to continue. up opens up our Others. Eucharistic faith too. Every program on the Quest is evangelizing, is catechizing, is spreading the faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's uplifting too. So it's a it's a beautiful gift. And here. it's all in different ways too. Each program is a different you know, whether it's, you know, Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck who you know, they they've got one thing you know i mean they're they're more about the family and right. you know kids and things like that but then uh you know called to communion uh there's another one where i mean for for people that are thinking about becoming catholic is who it's targeted for mm-hmm. but me being a cradle catholic i like that show just because it's like 
Oh, I wow, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and local programming, we yeah. have, I mean, that that is a, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much, I don't know what your budget looks like, but the, the ability to actually offer local programming with both Archbishop Hartmeyer, then you mm-hmm. have the family room with Mari Cleveland, right? And yeah, Mari, uh, John and, and Craig. Yeah. That, and you know, the great thing is that Mari, John and Craig, I mean, I, I've been in radio a long time, but they do a really good job. Yeah. I mean, definitely like, like top notch and yeah. they're volunteers. That's amazing. Okay. We don't yeah, pay them. Such a great gift. We right. don't pay yeah, them that, anything. They commit talent. their time. They've got full-time jobs. I mean, they're out there earning a living and they carve time out to come in here to put that show on the family room so that people can, you know, better yeah, their families. That's you know, right. it's a tool that, that you can use for your family. And that wouldn't exist without the Mm-mm. the sponsors that, that are out there supporting. This is entirely sponsor-driven radio, just right. like NPR, but doing mm-hmm. so much more for our souls yes. and our faith and our community. Yep. Um, without the quest, I mean, I know I know that uh, Carol has told her story before, which is absolutely inspirational of how the quest came mm-hmm. to be. Um, but we didn't have anything like this. And I, we were saying yesterday, I was also talking to um, Helen Young, who's a, the, a yeah. deacon's wife at our, our parish she was on right after us um we have noticed and i'm sure you have too ron that that atlanta is alive and growing Mm -hmm. in the faith and it is so exciting and and humbling to be here in that moment and the quest is such a huge part of that everything Mm -hmm. you're doing at the chancery is a huge part of that um so we're grateful for you too thank you and somebody yesterday was saying that at I'm going to mess this up, but Atlanta is the Father said that, yeah. Father Neal said that, yeah. because Archbishop Hartmeyer just told him that Atlanta is the fastest growing diocese in the country, is that right? That's right. right. There was a recent study, CARA, uh, out of Georgetown, the Center of Applied Research in the Apostolate. And that's not due to just people moving to Atlanta. I, it, I think it's probably both and. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, Atlanta is a unique place. Being in the South, sure. um, it, it's a place where there there is growing kind of growth from from immigrant communities, but then also folks moving from the North. I, here's my take on it. I mean, it's such a blessing to be here in this archdiocese, but like folks and, and folks who are listening will understand this. It's like, we're not called to be complacent, right? We have, we have a lot of growth here in the archdiocese, mm-hmm. but we're really, we're called to grow in the ways that the Lord disciples. wants us to grow, to be disciples. Yeah. We can't be complacent with this growth. We have to right. take it as a real opportunity to lean into it, um, which the Quest is doing that right now, you know, even with this additional well, local programming yeah. and to I, be able to offer and that. And I made the uh, I, observation, I guess, that, you know, we signed on in 2018, I think yeah. it was. And now all and that's when all the growth happened, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, coincidence? (laughs) Coincidence? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, but to your point, I have I've actually thought, and I think of this. Just we're in primarily in education, but I think about this with education all the time. That if we don't if we're not answering that call, we're going to be responsible for that. Lord willing, we, mm-hmm. we see him in heaven one day. He's going to say, "Did what did you do with these opportunities that I put right in front of you? Atlanta is hopping. It's growing. The Catholic faith is alive and amazing. Okay, what are you going to do? Go get the rest of yeah. them what did because you we do, need them all. What did you do to bring people closer right. to me? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dave, how are we doing with uh, with pledges thus far, and, and what's the hour looking? I know we're coming near to the end of our yeah. hour here. It, it's, it's going. I know that yesterday we had just over 40,000, um, and uh, which is great for a first day. Uh, we're, our goal is 175. We got to ratchet it up yeah, today, right? For the whole thing, yeah. so we do Double today it. and tomorrow as well. So uh, definitely, we need we need monthly donors. Um, 
if if we can. And if you are a monthly donor, I know we talked about this earlier, but you know, with inflation and everything, you know what it's like. All of us in this room know what it's like on your own personal household expenses. Yeah. The quest is isn't I mean, we're right. buying stuff just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so it it our our expenses have increased as well over the past year or two. So it's uh, all about priorities. Figure out where mm-hmm. your priorities are and and give give where you can. And we're and you know, you're sitting down and I I do this, you know, you got your monthly bills and you've got a stack right. I, I I do it the old fashioned way. I got the stack <laughs> over here and I go through and you know, but but you know, maybe look at all those things and think, you know what? I don't need this one. Right. I don't I don't really need Netflix or I don't really need Hulu or right. whatever the case may be. I mean, I'm not or that weird it's... app that you forgot that you downloaded because yeah. it was a fitness app and you were hoping that you would do it when you went <laughs> to the gym. To I really, really thing. need to go to the gym. <laughs> we all do. My dad would always say, more prayer, more exercise. Amen. He'd come off of his retreats and that'd be, that'd be the advice. <laughs> well, get rid of that app. Go outside and walk and donate to the I hey, see that sunrise quest. or that sunset. That's that, right. that spot, wherever you're seeing it at, that was made just for you. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And Absolutely. It's just for you. So yeah, we're looking we're looking for first time donors too. If you've never donated, uh, this is a great time to do it during our pledge drive. Yeah. Um, and we're speaking with uh, Andy Lichtenwalner. I'm going to say your name first because I'm going to get this right. Uh, you are uh, the Archdiocesan Director of Evangelization and Discipleship. Amen. Hey. Did I get it? You got, you got it. it right. <laughs> and we, we have such a great team in the Archdiocese. I haven't been able to talk to them uh, or talk about, about them, them yeah. you know, but like we have such great people that are working for the archdiocese, not only in the, in the chancery offices, the pastoral center offices, but through our parishes, you know, Chris mm-hmm. is one, mm-hmm. she wears many hats. She brings <laughs> a lot of beauty to the liturgy because she's our cantor, um, among many things that she does at our parish, yep. you know, but you. we're getting a sense of this with the best of the quest. You're hearing yeah. from the people. We have such great supportive people in this archdiocese. That's why our parishes are, are growing right. and our archdiocese is growing. That's why the quest is here. Yeah, we're so, so grateful to be able to get out of our bubbles. I mean, I say all yeah. the time, I live in a bubble for sure. There's no question. <laughs> I hardly ever leave Kennesaw. It's hard for <laughs> yeah. me to do that. I don't have time. But to 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 get to know other people and our brothers and sisters all over the diocese is a, is, is a gift. And we're grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And real quick, and I've been wondering this all hour. So you were saying in two years then, uh, in Indianapolis in June, it's going to be the... Yeah, so it? July July of 2024, the 17th through the 21st, oh, there's going to be a okay. National Eucharistic Congress. So actually, our hope here in the Archdiocese, right. because we have this National Congress, we won't have a local Congress that year. That's going to start up again in 2025. But in 2024, the hope is that we'll have an Archdiocesan procession, a Eucharistic Yay. procession. So in, and that'll be in Indianapolis. So the, the Congress, the National Congress will be in Indianapolis in 2024 in July. Right. And so what? And, and would we expect kind of the same thing if you've been to a Eucharistic Congress here? Would it be kind of the similar? Kind of but much bigger. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I was uh, thinking it might so, be something like a World Youth Day almost. So this, I mean, they're hoping for 80,000. You know, we've we've gotten upwards of maybe twenty to 30,000 at, at our Congresses. Congress. Not that many this year because we we're coming right off of COVID again. Sure. But they're hoping for 80,000 folks. So I think... Those of you who have attended Eucharistic Congress here, there's going to be similarities, mm-hmm. uh, but it's you know a national scope, a national level. Delegations coming from different dioceses, really wonderful opportunity. So there, yeah, the analogy with World yeah. Youth Day, you're I getting would love more to of the see church. That, yeah, because I've heard that I've never been to. My siblings have been to World Youth Day. Have you been to a World? I have Day? a couple. Yeah, That's so cool. Amazing. It's supposedly life changing because you see so many. Just like we're we're talking about our, our you know the the group here, you see so many other Catholics. You're looking through the same lens. Right. 
Right. Yeah. I, I was serving the bishops at the time, so it was a little different experience. Uh, Ron, have you ever? I have not. No, I have not experienced that. You know, there, I mean, the Eucharist is at the center of it. You know, the yep. culmination is this uh, beautiful time before our Lord in the Eucharist, a vigil oh, during nighttime. The Holy Father will show up during that time. But uh, it's amazing to see all these young people in total silence. And if oh, we man. need anything in our life right now, a little bit more silence, a little more time before the Lord can do wonders for us. St. Francis said in his day, we need to have the three S's need to slow down, <laughs> some silence, and some solitude. Perfect. And mm-hmm. he thought it was his in his day, which was a few days ago. <laughs> we kind of need it now. And, that, and adoration is, it gives you all three of them, though. That's, yes. that's wonderful. Amen to that. Well, Carissa, Andy, and Ron, thank you so much for your thank time you. today and helping out uh, to, to raise money for the quest. Thank we you, really Dave. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Appreciate it. God bless thank you all. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.